live from the hatching grounds of Raxacorico Fallopatorius. It's wrong, wrong. Okay, hang on. No, 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 no. I can get this. I can get this. If you can't do this properly, we'll get our no, presidente no, 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 to do look, it. I, I, I'm just a little confused. Okay. <clears throat> from StaggeringStories.net, it's the podcast. He's Adam. What? Do, do, oh, do, do. No? No. Okay. Um, and now the archers and Linda's looking for new players no. for... No. Just no. I don't know. It could work. Linda <laughs> left years ago. <laughs> if you're going to do it, you do it right. Hang on, Linda hang, on hang on, hang on, hang on. What? www.staggeringstories.net Podcast Series 1 Number 20! Welcome to the Staggering Stories podcast. We're in a very silly mood. No, we're not. Oh, all right. Yes, we're we not. are. We are? Shut up. Come, come, come. Boris, 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 oh, Boris, God. Boris, Boris, yes. Boris, Boris. All right, everyone point at London and laugh. <laughs> <laughs> at least my new job as a lookalikey is really going to start paying. Boris is better looking than you. Yeah, the trouble is I'm more coherent. Well, Sorry? More coherent, too. He <laughs> certainly is, and yeah. I have a glimmer of intelligence in my eyes. And no, you don't. And Tousled. Tousled. Is that a word? Yeah. It is Tousled. <laughs> anyway, seeing as it's number 20, Hooray. we need to ask, where is Keith? Keith? Mm. Well, despite what fake Keith would have you believe, okay. <laughs> we've sent Keith off to Ireland. <gasps> the land of leprechauns and clovers, don't you know, me laddie? They know where Irish you live. Oh, f- you can't <laughs> say that. <laughs> but I, I spelt it F double O K. It's like Feck. Like Feck. Feck. Yeah, that's right. Not Feck. Yeah, anyway, um, anyway, we sent him off there with a mallet to search for every potato field for Sontarans. Yeah. So there mm-hmm. might be a new potato famine soon. And they'll make him join MASH. Oh. oh. God almighty, yeah. it's going to be bad. How much of this can I cut? Most of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, on with Doctor Who. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's other stuff as well. Haven't right. we got other stuff to talk about? Have we? Have we? Oh, I, uh, no. Ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Who. Woohoo! Mm. So, the Sontaran stratagem. Yep. And Poison mm. Skies. Yep. Mm. Potato heads. The very fact it actually got mentioned in this well, the first time ever. Potato heads, yes. <laughs> well, it's made no sense over the last, what, 30 years that people are pointedly ignoring the fact that they look like baked potatoes. You can understand it in medieval one, in the Time Warrior, because there was no such thing as potatoes back there then. There were nuts. Even, well, yes, I mean, Iron Gron was one of them. Well, um, well a nut. A nut, but, yes. But uh, Adam's giving us that look that what? I'm no, going to no, keep no. very quiet and stay out of this conversation until I can make a sensible point. Look. Go on then, make, make a sensible <laughs> point. Be first. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Stay quiet for a moment, right, Crumbly? Okay, yes. <laughs> you make a sensible point. He couldn't make a sensible point if you gave him a ruler. Oh, that's a good point. No, no, it's not. It's not. It's not sensible. That's an accusing point. It's, it, it's not sensible because this is audio. No one could see it. Therefore, that's silly. Mm. So uh, let's start on part one. The Sontaran stratagem. Yeah. Doctor gets called back to Earth. 
by, by Martha, Martha Jones. Doctor Martha 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 Jones. Martha Jones. Well, she, she blew herself up. Sorry. What? Martha. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> That'll be cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> suicide Martha. <laughs> ah, my brain. So, like, you'd like to try and sort of say what happens in the episode so people know what we're talking about, don't you? We should. Go yes. on, then. So, basically, Doctor and Donna, he's giving her a driving test in the TARDIS. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. really good. Yeah. Um, so anyway. No dodgy uh, wobbly around. No, the wobbling around sort of. acting has got a lot better. It's oh, not did... quite voiced to the bottom of the seat. Oh, I didn't notice it. Oh, so exactly. It. If you don't notice the wobbling around acting, it must have improved. It must have done. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, Martha calls, as she does. Yeah. God, can you imagine just what tariff she must be on? <laughs> yeah. Vodafone to... friend-to-friend I tariff. I <laughs> guarantee it wouldn't be available on iPod, or on the iPhone. Probably not. No. Because it's, it's not exclusive. Tardis must have his own well, cell got tower. Raccoon, must you've got orange uh, raccoon. Dolphin, dolphin. Canary. What's the other one? Um, police box, out? I think. Yeah, police box. Yeah. <laughs> police box, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't even go there. It's one of the most it's ludicrous tariffs. marketing campaigns <laughs> yeah. going. Tiger. Oh, that Tiger, was the other it. one. We will get past the pre credit sequence, I promise. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, Martha's working, as we know from Torchwood. Uh, Martha, oh, ah, what? Stop, stop. Fred Keith, give us spoiler music now. Spoiler music, spoiler music. <laughs> I forgot how it went. <laughs> I forgot how it went. <laughs> you mean there's an actual tune to this? I'm sorry, I completely... I forgot the words. Spoiler music, spoiler music, spoiler music. Beethoven, isn't it? It's so complex. <laughs> oh, no, it's just... Shut up. My God. <laughs> anyway, that's for our American cousins, uh, who obviously haven't seen it yet. Most of the world, I mm-hmm. imagine. Yeah. Australian oh. senior yet? Um, Australian cousins, Welsh yeah. cousins. Trevor saw it this morning. Uh, Who be Trevor? Sure. Trevor is my compadre on the WhoCast. Yes. Ah. Hi, Trevor. www.thewhocast.com if it's up and running. Look, Ours is there's up a running. slight <laughs> problem with the server. At the time of recording this podcast, I'm sure it will be fixed. El Presidente, have mm. we ever had any problems with our server? Yes. Yeah, we think we have, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm stuck between two podcasts and it's not a pleasant sensation. <laughs> Sounds like a Jane Austen book. Stuck between two, two podcasts. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new name from my heard. Pod podcast ability. <laughs> uh, Mr. Darcy, your recording levels. It's just so big. <laughs> You're spiking. Oh, Mr. Darcy. I must Too say high. that your microphone with the big red end is incredibly intimidating. You just had to take it too far, didn't you? Yes, yes, yeah, I did. You did? I did. Why, Miss Bennett? <laughs> Enough! Yes. <laughs> so, after the, after the credits roll, Martha's working for Unit. She is. Funky guitar. Down, 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 down. I love it, yeah. Nice unit theme back again from... Yes, uh, certainly. What was it? Christmas Invasion? Yep. Some nice marching by the soldiers. Mm, yes. Yep. Vaguely in time. Mm. I'm not... Only vaguely. So forget. <laughs> you said that. What, the funky guitar? Yes. Mm. You mentioned the theme tune. <laughs> there <laughs> will be no series four of the theme tune here. 
<laughs> you popped. <laughs> oh dear. So the theme tune, you like all it over then? The walls. <laughs> ah, discipline. <laughs> oh, of course, before the opening credits, the actual first scene. Yes, it's a woman driving away from the Radical Academy. <gasps> yes. Yes. Going to try to get to Unit. Yes. Because everyone knows about Unit because they tend to have a big sign outside their building <laughs> saying, saying Unit Headquarters. Indeed. Deliveries round the back. Yes. As it were. It's Mike Gates. <laughs> <laughs> or Captain <Ouch>. Curtis. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's happily married, not to Captain Yates. <laughs> so, it's a civil partnership, that's fair enough. Yeah. It's the 21st century, Torchwood and all that. We're, we're Perfectly acceptable. Yeah, exactly. Don't hide your shame. <laughs> <laughs> that came out really wrong. <laughs> but she's worried about Atmos. Yes. Bad, bad workman always blames his tools. Can I just say, no. right from the beginning, yes. I couldn't get Russ Abbott out of my head. What? Atmosphere. Uh, yeah. I love a party mm. with a girl. Oh, yeah. Singing. Kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> oh, that's a very broad description. <laughs> singing. Anyway, um, so initially it appeared to just be a GPS system. Indeed, mm, it yes. did. But it isn't. No. no. It's far more sinister than that. <laughs> um, let's try and get into this now, shall yeah. we? Yeah. Yes, that idea. would be nice. <laughs> right, so basically, she's gone to unit. Unfortunately, she snuffs it. Yep. Very yeah. possibly because the GPS does for her. Doesn't just direct her to a river, it actually somehow locks drives the doors and yes. drives, drives her the into the river. It's this pesky alien technology, you see. I think didn't that's... buy that, but okay. <laughs> so, hang on. You buy the idea of a guy travelling around the universe in a blue box that's bigger <laughs> on the inside than the outside. Plainly, why? Uh, but the fact that a piece of alien technology couldn't lock some doors... And press the accelerator. Mm. There's no connection between the door lock and the accelerator. It's, and... it's alien. It's nanofibers, it's alien and it's yes. science fiction. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just pushed his threshold too far. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the TARDIS idea. Oh, yeah, yeah no problem. It's all bigger on the inside, no problem. <laughs> I tried to explain the TARDIS. They didn't, there's no explanation of any connection between the systems of a car. It was wireless. So there's a receiver there, on the There actually lock have to be some there sort was. of mechanical thing. To yes, yeah. nanites. Be. The Doctor didn't find it. So it was busy. I mean, it was all, it was all deadlock. Was, yeah, it was. It's was. called suspension of belief. Of cars. Um, yeah. <laughs> can we please move away from this ludicrous, ludicrous topic? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, the Doctor gets called back to Earth. Yep. And Martha's now a member of UNIT, and, yep. and they've got that wonderful piece of music, that Murray Gold, and they're running along, not yep. quite in time with each other. Yep. Better than it used to be in the 70s, or was it the 80s? Uh, well, we're uh, not sure. All. That was a nice <laughs> that line. That was good. Uh, there was, a, there was several the nice little things like that in mm. there, which we'll come to as, yes. as we go through. Uh, and we meet the new Major. What's his name? Mace. Uh, Mace. Yeah. Major Mace. Mace. Mm. Colonel. Yeah. Colonel Mace, was it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, who was a double-take brother in Harry Enfield. That's, mm. yes, That's right. yeah, the that real Keith had to tell me all the way through. I'm going, where I mean, have I, I seen him before? Face to face. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't recognise him. Mm. That, yeah. That's a good name. I'm going to phone Mattel. Place, Place the, the face. <laughs> Ages two up. <laughs> I like the way... Um, Colonel, was it Colonel Mace? Mm -hmm. um, was room. yeah, was very very aware and acceptant, accepting of the fact that he is no Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart. Yeah, mm. and now, he was stuck in Peru. Yeah, was, what he was uh, doing well, in Peru. Well, well, this is it. Uh, there was there again. This is one of these little lines that mm -hmm. after episode one, everyone's going, "What about Alistair? What about the brig?" 
And they do actually refer to yeah. Brigadier. He's in Peru. Sir, yeah. Sir yeah. Alistair, what yeah. a man. I mean, I, I mentioned this elsewhere, but um, Mace is certainly slightly in awe of the Doctor. And it's one of these things, never meet your heroes. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, it's, it re- I think it is. He suddenly realised that the legend doesn't quite match up. I mean, the Doctor's being he a bit rude. He saved the world, and what does he want? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's being a bit rude about it. And True. face facts, I mean, the Doctor used unit throughout the 70s, or was it the 80s? Yeah. Um, for <laughs> to, to fix food his, and yeah, this, that and the other. Somewhere and, yeah. to work. Crocodiles. Yes. Um, and what? Crocodiles. Um, <laughs> Did he have a crocodile? He might have had a crocodile in one of them. You never know. It was hung up from the ceiling, wasn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. Nor do I. No, no he's on a different microphone. I think it's affected him. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so now there are problems. They've raided this atmosphere factory. Mm-hmm. Yep. These unit troopers. Because for some reason the government won't take it as read that there's a problem. They have to prove there's a problem before they'll it take them out of the cars. It's always the same with unit. Oh, it's ridiculous. It was always the same. Lethbridge Stewart had to go to the government and they'd always turn around and say, no, you don't have proof, Lethbridge Stewart. And he always used to have to turn around and say, right, well, you're not going to listen to me. I'm going to go over your heads to Geneva. And yeah. then that'd be it for God knows how long. Yeah. And the doctor would have to do something clever instead <laughs> and, and make sure that suddenly proof was there normally yeah. by activating whatever invasion was going to happen that week. But this, this time they can't go over yeah. their, his, his head to Geneva. And this time the guy in charge who didn't really meet of the factory wasn't the chum of the Prime Minister's. No, no. Which made a change. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but anyway, um, so stuff happens. Can I just say, um, yeah. going back to when they first landed, yeah, I, I loved the um, interaction between Donna and Martha. The um, bitchiness between Rose and Sarah until it finally settled down, I just found annoying. But the <laughs> that fact. This is because it was that series of. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the fact coward. that no. Donna has. doesn't give a damn who fancied him and who doesn't. They're just mates, you know, and yeah. noticed straight away that Martha was engaged while the doctor was completely oblivious. I just mm. like the interaction That's between the two. That's because he's an alien. And he's a man. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. Rumour has it. Well. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Uh, it's also nice, the actual photography of that. The Doctor coming out of the TARDIS. Oh, well, it's very seamless, him coming out of the TARDIS set into the outside. Yes, and they did have the little... It did look a little bit carefully staged of Donna slowly walking down the TARDIS set to the police box doors. Yeah, but... So it, it looked like... It was a nice worked. idea. It just looked a little bit too staged. I uh, didn't find it myself. No, no, no did I? I thought it, I agree with El Presidente. I thought it was very well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, you just worry for your head. But, but um, I, <laughs> I couldn't figure out why Martha called a doctor at that stage. There seemed to be no imminent threat. And why call him back then and there? They didn't they needed, know what they were going to do. They needed find. the proof. They'd had, so they'd had all those deaths suddenly. Yeah. Mm. Which technically should have been proof, was but it f- obviously it f- wasn't. 50 yeah. deaths around, around the world, the world. Exactly simultaneously. The same yeah. time. Yeah. They were just raiding the factory. Why not get an yeah. expert in? I think she learnt from past experience. You may as well have him there before the brown yeah. stuff hits the fan. But all the things she must have seen in the time of unit and with torture, she's never called in the doctor before in much worse situations. But she suddenly she calls the doctor just before they go in on this raid. I, don't, I didn't quite buy it. Hmm. Possibly because it's a series called Doctor Who. <laughs> and Maybe. stars a guy who travels in the police box that goes through time and space. That's like larger than the inside. That's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I see where you're coming from. But it it's seem rather something arbitrary. Yeah. I mean, can you come up with a different reason for? I mean, arbitrary landing. 
Oh, we've landed just outside the Atmos factory, everybody. Cool. Blimey, Governor. She should have called him in at a more critical point, I think. Thus, we lose 20 minutes of a 45-minute... <laughs> Perhaps. They'd have to restructure it. But... Yeah, but, I mean, the TARDIS always seems to know where it's going before the Doctor even realises it, so... But another... It turned up at the right time and the right... Mm, yeah, in a manner of speaking, Place. yes. No, I think it was better that Martha did call him. Mm. Uh, he's changing his mind now. <laughs> I don't agree with how and when she called him. I, I mm-hmm. think that was a bit... Dis- Right, what we shall write to Russell T. Davies. We shall pass on your complaints. So next time they've got an unexplained situation, she's outside a a warehouse, she's got to call him again. Does she often hang around outside warehouses? (laughs) She's unit. (laughs) Anyway, please, can we move on? So he's trying to work out what the hell's up with this Atmos thing, give me Bobby. All the and factory workers in the Atmos factory, they're like automatons. Well, yes, Mm. they've had... There was a nice usage of Centauran law. And history in this. Really? For example, hypnotisation. <laughs> I've done that again. Hypnotism? Yeah, that thing. <laughs> um, that's what Lynx used. Oh, was it? oh he had his buzzy yeah, thingy. Yeah, and he had all it? the scientists <laughs> yeah. working mm, 24-7 until they collapsed. Except the short-sighted oh, okay. guy, yeah. Professor Rubish. Yeah. Uh, so that was a nice thing. They also used the cloning, which, in all fairness, they've never used before properly in a Sontaran story. They're yeah. a clone race, but they've never used it as a plot point. Maybe... Maybe you can explain it away that they wouldn't sully themselves to clone an inferior race. Maybe. No, no, no. That's that's fair enough. But but where the means justify the ends. It's a nice fact that they have actually, the production team have gone back, they've looked at the Santarans and thought, what can we use here which Mm. would make sense? And they have, I I really think, through both episodes, they did the Santarans proud. And Mm. I, for one, really want the Santarans to come back. I I'm think sure they, they did will. a great job with them. I think they did. Mm. Particularly given who wrote it and the travesty that she wrote last year. That was going to be one of my points. Um, I hated Daleks in Manhattan with a Muffet's vengeance. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and when I saw they'd given, what was her name, Helen, Helen Rayner? Helen Rayner, yeah. I thought, oh no, but she's yeah. done a cracking job. Do you mm, think episode job, one yes. was better than episode two of this two-parter? Or vice versa? I think episode one was slightly stronger. I think it was more running around not doing much in episode two. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think they were both... That's, I think that's what makes it a sign of a very good two-parter, is that I liked both episodes for different reasons. Yeah, I think I, I can see where you're coming from. The episode one's the setup. Oh, yeah, the scene yeah. setter. Yeah. Very much the setup, and it's putting things in place, this, that, and the other, the odd little thing. Episode two is the kick-ass action fest. Yeah. Where, the, where the brown stuff yeah. hits the fan. Yeah. I don't think they quite pulled off the action... As well as they could There's a couple done. of very nice set piece shots. There uh, are following the couple. laser bolts from the Centauran guns till they hit the soldiers. I thought that I thought that looked all right. I, I enjoyed it. I think because obviously they they the froze into the steady cam turnaround. Yeah, yeah. and thing, you could see a slight wobble as he turned. Yeah, and the rest of us don't have a huge Starfleet view <laughs> screen on our wall. <laughs> I think the um the battle in the warehouse could have been a bit longer, but. Yeah, that was that's just a minor Again, quibble. Nice use of unit stuff, bringing down the Valiant. Mace used his. Brains. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. Yes. yeah nice see to see they hadn't forgotten it. Yeah, okay. They brought it down. We'll use its fans to get rid of uh, propellers yeah. to get rid of all the gas around here. Mm. Clever thinking. And was that the Torchwood weapon fitted to the Valiant from the end of the Christmas Invasion? A smaller oh, yes, version. The, uh, of it. Yeah, oh, what, the, the zappy yeah, green light laser thing. Yeah, it's exactly the mm-hmm. same um, effect. Yeah, but it's just on a smaller smaller scale. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we we've got El Presidente thinking. I'm not that sure it is smaller scale. He's going to be scratching his head of Pertwee. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh, over hi, there. Head Hello, of head of Pertwee. Hi. Yeah. hi. 
One little point I was very pleased with um, was Red Shirt Ross. It's nice to see lesser characters being given names. A lot of people were wanting mm. him to become a companion. Really? I thought I thought he was good. I don't think he was that good. And yeah, I, I think it Ross. was good that he got killed. And it also gave the chance, <laughs> the doctor, a chance to point something out to Mace. You know, his name was Ross. His name uh, wasn't Greyhound 40. Mm, yeah. yeah. That, that makes it more effective. I mean, in the 70s or was it the 80s, they were falling like flies. <laughs> yes. And you barely spared them a thought. It was just fodder. Plus, but when Red Shirt think... Ross got shot, you thought, oh, no, you know sad. Jenkins. Jenkins. Now, we have a, th- a theory about this. There's a good chance his dad was in the unit. Because it was Jenkins, chat with the wings there, five rounds rapid. Oh, really? So, so it, could, it could have been his dad or just a little nod of the hat. Mm, did they both the die? Uh, don't Bound think Jenkins much did. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Mind mm, bad, bad profession to go into, if you... Yeah. Mind you, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, say, I'll say this uh, second episode, The Poison in the Sky, I mean, I mean, it's one of those episodes where you do see the Doctor starting to lose it slightly, where he just said, no more guns. Yeah. yeah. If I see mm. any more, more guns, guns, yeah. He yeah. really is... Yeah. He's starting to get rather... Um, yeah. Uh, the one thing I did like about that second episode was... And it really, really re- reminded me of, of old-style Doctor Who... The companion alone on the spaceship. Oh, yeah. Having, having to hide to, in corridors. Yeah. Oh, we don't yeah. see enough of that. It was really old <laughs> yeah. school Doctor Who. Should she have looked- burned the cribbins in there. Trying to get the smarties from the dispenser. Cue music. Uh, but the, um, <laughs> I really like that. I also love the fact they kept the running gag going. Which, Which one? one? Um, basically, there was a female up here. Ah, the Doctor's wife. <laughs> <laughs> The Santarans assumed Donna was the oh, doctor's I wife. No, I didn't notice that either. Trust me, just yeah. afterwards, it, it just a quick uh, line aside. It must okay. be the doctor's wife. Why on earth would they assume she was his wife? I don't oh, know. Male, why female. did Why did Link, Links never thought? Oh, this bint in the yellow is I the doctor's know. wife. <laughs> didn't know humans well enough, maybe. Ah, fair mm. enough. But, I haven't the faintest idea, but it's a good running no, gag. Cause... And if the Santarans <laughs> are coming out with it. Well, well, links is well in in the centaur experiment without giving anything away because El Presidente over there, I very much doubt has actually watched the coming next week. No, I have not. So, mm. considering who's turning up next mm. week, oh yes, mm. yes, I, I have quibbles with that at the moment. I'll watch the episode mm. first. Yes, because of course that couldn't possibly happen. Uh, one comparison I must bring yeah, bring out is um, in the Santara experiment where Lynx was experimenting on Sarah Jane. Mm. I mean, they were just using them, well, basically as lab rats. I mean, would they be any use in their war against the Rutans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the but difference with, with this one is, um, what's his name, Rattigan, they had no interest at all in using his students in the war. They were just going to use them as target practice. Well, basically they duped him. Oh, completely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, he was a good child genius. He served his purpose, and mm. it's just a shame he just didn't get humiliatingly killed. I was very, very disappointed about how he managed to redeem oh, himself. I mm. think um, yeah. he went from borderline psychotic to, oh my gosh, I must be a hero far too quickly. That was my only little quibble. Yeah. Sud- sudden burst of conscience. Yeah. I think he should have been dragged off by the privates. <laughs> they Units privates. Oh, right. somewhere. We've jumped well ahead. Can we go back to the first yes, episode? Yes, by all means. We, yeah, we yeah, always yeah. drift all over the place. We do, we do. The cloning of Martha. Mm. Yes. Yes. That's going to scare uh, lots Adam of kids off their bed uh, bath time. You have a slight problem. What, because she wasn't facing the camera? You're not exactly. allowed to show tits on the telly before <laughs> well, nine o'clock. The, the pre-Martha <laughs> version of the clone. Days, Gus. You've got mm. a full frontal. But he didn't when she, the clone turned into... Hang about, the oh. pre-Martha version of the clone. Mm. The one the unit soldiers found. 
Oh, what, the, the male one? Yeah, androgynous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's because he didn't have boobies. Yeah, but it's double standard. <laughs> You're a sad little man. A sad, sad little man. <laughs> I'll just point you out. <laughs> oh, Lord. There are websites for people like you. She was, <laughs> she was oiled and moist. Was moist. that not enough mm, for yes. you? <laughs> and there were two of them. Uh, well, were. yes, but he didn't see either of them. So no. <laughs> Unfortunately not. It was a good use of the double. I didn't notice that it was a double. Was a, yeah, was, she yeah, was very... Nice, yeah. Some, some good stuff there. Certainly better than Nissa. And I was wrong. End of the first episode, um, we had the Martha clone, evil. Yep. She does very good evil acting, by the way. I'll give her that. Okay. But I thought they were going to work out it wasn't her because they hadn't put her wedding ring on or her engagement ah, ring on. Ah. Far too obvious. Yes. So I was wrong. Yeah. However, it was a case of, he, well, he knows. How does he know? There was no clue given right at the start. It's just the doctor magically knows. Well, he well, said. And then eventually he turns around and says, frankly, you smell. I mean, no, <laughs> no, in their first proper conversation, he did ask about if she had contacted the family and at that point I thought he twigged it yeah because she yeah, just she didn't react it was a very yeah. pointed question yeah so I don't know that, I just thought possibly maybe they should have given him slightly more of a clue up front like her not actually passing his message on to Mace yeah something like mm, that which but, would make him stop yeah. and think rather than well, something that would make something we aren't aware of for example the smell <laughs> uh, alerting him, thus prompting him to ask the, the pertinent question. Mm. Yeah. That's just but a thought. He's the doctor. He notices things we he's don't. Mm, well, that's it. Well, well, quite. He's a clever person. Yes, he uses hair product. He does. <laughs> he does, yes. Um, so, um, so, yes, so uh, Sontaran's strategy itself. I, I, I like Stahl. Oh, so did I. General um, Stall or whatever. Stall. Yeah. Oh, Stall. <laughs> and, and was it Score? Something yeah, like I and liked him. Score. I thought the most well-spoken Sontaran we've ever Stall. heard. Hmm. Yeah. The 10th Sontaran battle fleet. The makeup this time round. Isn't it brilliant? Pretty good. And the fact that they actually went back to the Lynx version of the Sontarans, because the masks have changed each time around. Oh, yeah, and they're, and they're shorter again. Mm, yeah, which... they got it spot on. Yeah, I, Sontaran I mean, should be short. I thought it, they looked a little silly being that short, personally. Really? Mm. Yeah, they seemed to... Particularly up against the unit soldiers are obviously six foot five or something. Yeah, but seeing the Sontarans came from a high-gravity world, I mean, they're bound to be shorter. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I'm not necessarily true, but <laughs> what about them coming from a high gravity world? No, about them necessarily being shorter, but but the point is they just looked, you know, a little bit same silly to me being that short next to these big tall guys. I don't know. I, I saw that as part of the threat. The um the whole the fact that they were going to be taken. Um, these unit soldiers were going to assume that they were going to win because mm-hmm. these the enemy is basically laughably short. Yeah. So basically what you're saying is that unit could be taken by a bunch of school kids. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One thing I don't understand. Now, apart from Ross and the two that um, Evil Martha used as her bodyguards, yes. none of the other unit soldiers, apart from Mace and in the final episode, that woman, yep. said anything. Yeah. Why didn't they go and get some real soldiers? They'd know yeah. how to march. That's a good point, yeah. in all fairness. They yeah. used to do that. Did I, they? I don't know yes, why they don't they've keep... Used, yeah. they've, used, they've used the Navy, they've used the Army. 
in, in previous... In, well, in the back Pertwee in, years, in the, surely. In, yes. 70s Pertwee or 80s. Really? Yeah. So they, really they, get, uh, they had a, uh, a battalion, not a battalion, they had a squad or two of uh, Coldstream Guards, I think, for the invasion. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, obviously, they had all that Navy cooperation for the Sea Devils. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's been done. Yeah. But I suppose I, it's something to do with there being a war on and all. No. <laughs> yeah, but in all f- fairness, it's a case of everybody's turning around and sort of saying, we don't want the army in our schools. So let's not have them in Doctor Who either. Maybe. But even yeah. Colonel Macy's salute was very sloppy. Oh, well, well oh, yes. geez, yeah, nearly smacked himself in the eye. Mind yeah. you saying that, there's this wonderful thing. Um, Remembrance of the Daleks. Uh, Tipping, oh, the yeah. stunt coordinator. Yeah. That mm-hmm. used to be, I think, X-Forces or somebody they used yeah. to be X-Forces. Ah. So he drilled all the extras to... Fucking <laughs> <God>. extras. <laughs> he drilled the extras to be able to do basic drill. Yeah. And there's one right on the end. It's Clive Dunn. Oh, the one that gets it wrong. He gets it. It comes in half a second late every time. Yes, it's Jonesy. Yeah, that was pretty poor. uh, It's 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 about standard for units. If if their if if their drill isn't sloppy, their hair's too long. It's it's, it's units, basically. It it just it happens. Are we going to mention the big spoilery thing that happened in the second episode? I just want to say before we get on to that. Yes, to that unit. I'm. Glad to mention they did. Uh, they did say they had um, United Nations, United Nations funding. Yes, that was United that Nations was, yes. was mentioned a couple of yeah. times because the UN have basically said you're not allowed to call it the United Nations Intelligence Task Force. How oh. petty is that? Well, it's all branding. How now, isn't absolutely it? petty it's, it's, can you it's get? Tell how things have changed. Oh, it's hard to call the United sake. Nations a brand. I mean, no. It's, 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 mm. And that's what they've done. So it's the Unified, unified Intelligence, intelligence Task, Task Force. With United Nations backing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up yours. Uh, <laughs> you were about to mention the, uh, the, the, the very, very, very big spoiler thing. As Donna's in the TARDIS oh, right, uh, flicking through Sky TV, oh, yes. she picks up Rose TV. Who seemed to be shouting Doctor. Doctor, yes. Yeah. You've got to say Doctor, it's a Sontaran. She's not a Sontaran, though. How do we know? She could be a Sontaran, I'm lying. She's taller. <laughs> Less potato-like. She's a though. <laughs> um, yes, so Rose mm. trying to get hold of the Doctor again. What's going on Are there? Are you Donna no. Caesar again? Funny bits. There were a fair few funny bits. Are that... you my mummy? As you've already mentioned. Yes. Oh yeah, are oh, you yes, my mummy? That are was. Are you my mummy? <laughs> that was quite amusing. And um, the whole bit where Donna was just going to go and check on her parents. Yeah. And oh, sorry, her mum and her granddad. Mm. And he did his whole goodbye. I'm going to miss yes. you speech because yeah. he thought she was leaving him. And then she's just looking at him as if to say, so you "You're a bit of a knob, aren't you?" <laughs> and he's realised and completely failed to save face. Yeah, mm. there, there's a couple of I, Donna. I, I'm loving the fact I've been so wrong. Donna is seriously growing. On Isn't me. she just? Um, it's good. the bit mm. where he, he comes back at the end of the last episode, and Martha's all there. Oh, thank God you're okay. And, she and just Donna whacks him. <laughs> but the bit where, um, as we said before, when she was up on the ship by herself, which yes. was really sort of worrying, mm. and he's talked her into going she out. Has a wobble. She she does have a wobble. No, wouldn't good. wouldn't anyone? Yes. But then she picks Should up do. the sledgehammer and whacks the Sontaran. Mm, no. And instead, he, exactly, <laughs> instead of a, oh my God, oh my God, what have I done? She's suddenly mm. back to her confident <laughs> self again. Yeah. Mm. That, 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 that's, that, I, I, yes. It was good to see her have that wobble. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't. Like, Which is stupid. Do. You imagine yourself in that situation. Yeah. You'd stand there looking at the door thinking, come on, come on, you've All got to do this. All these soldiers out there ready to kill you. Yeah, you've got to go out you'd there have a wobble. And... <laughs> yeah. Then you'd have a pee. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I want trails. to know what happened to the mallet. Because technically that mallet could well be a block transfer computation realisation of a mallet that somehow has got on board the Sontaran ship. Now, even though the Sontaran ship has exploded, it could still be out there somewhere. It may have fallen to Earth, which means that somewhere out there is a sonic screwdriver in a dustbin, a sonic pen in a, in a dustbin, uh, which was basically thrown there by the Doctor, who was talking to the murderer, Donna Noble. And then you might, might have this block transfer computation mallet. Um, Great talk, doesn't he? Did you ever, ever have sex when you were growing I've up? I've had sex. <laughs> With a what, mallet? <laughs> <laughs> Timmy mallet. <laughs> Whack-a-day! Possibly not whack-a-day, but... No, let's not go there. <laughs> oh, God, you are really, 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 really sad. <laughs> We can't mention Donna without mentioning your grandfather. Uh, I Wilf. Really is it Wilf? Wilf is Wilf. Brilliant. And I think you're right. I think that is a unit badge. It's not. What is it? Is it it's, wings? It's a, it's, uh, it could be Paris. It's from Bernard Cribbins' old regiment. Oh, so it is some sort of military thing but then. But something, I, I've got to say this elsewhere, but something about Wilf is not ringing right. He was too upset to say goodbye in saying goodbye to her this time yeah, round. Yeah, that's, that's something the real Keith mentioned. Does he and know something? Last time something? he was really for it. Then he, possibly it could just be he's realised how dangerous well, it yeah. is for yeah, exactly. her. Exactly, he's died. Just uh, dawning on him. Uh, but he still wants her to go and do it. Does he know something? That, I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm think. I'm with you here. I'm thinking there's something wobbly. That and the whole um, speech that Martha's clone gave to Martha when she was dying about please um, having to do things now because you don't know how much longer you're going to be around. Mm. It's just. I don't know. Just something there, about there it made me think there's something bad coming. Um, well, it's not just that. There's. There's the line in Oh Voyage of the Damned from was it Mr. Cropper? If uh, you know, imagine having to choose who lives, who dies. That'll mm. make you a monster. What is coming up? I know. I think something Don't nasty is, and I think I'm probably mm. going to cry. <laughs> Can well, you've got a video camera now, haven't you? Yeah. Right. Okay. Now, do you remember seeing this thing on YouTube with these oh, uh, no, two no. girls? Oh, no, watching... I'm never ever filming myself watching Doctor Who. People don't want to see me picking my nose <laughs> <laughs> and flicking it at the real Keith. But I suppose the one. Thing, there's a real heavy message which should hit you over, they hit you over the head with this really big message. Well, I thought it was a big mallet. <laughs> yeah, a block no. transfer computer. Shut Sorry. up. What's the message we should take away from this uh, this story? Cars are evil. Mm. Clones <laughs> smell. <laughs> I thought it is. Don't trust midgets with guns. Good message. <laughs> was, that, was that not it? What we were going for? I think I miss, completely missed the message there. Yeah, that's a good message. <laughs> Although, didn't they look a bit Nancy boyish in their sort of? Robin Robin's egg blue kit. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. We were teetering on the precipice, and we've just dived. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's clearly very heavy environment. Yeah, very heavy, and especially mm. at the end, which I thought was. I, look at me! I've walked to the shops. Yeah, everybody's still cycling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's nice to see Kirsty walk getting out and about from yeah. Newsnight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. But I, I think, in all fairness, that. 
Also, the Sontaran stratagem and the Poison Skies. Mm. I, yeah, very much. Mm. I think thumbs up. Yes. Want to see him back? I want mm. those Sontarans back. I thought the guys who played the Sontarans, the speaking Sontarans, Christopher Ryan was outstanding. Mm-hmm. The problem is there aren't that many five foot tall actors who could really pull off a decent Sontaran. No, as it were. Well, great. Um, <laughs> but they did. At really the top of it that. was Mike from the Young Ones. Well, that's it. Looking like Mr. Blasky. I don't know. I kept it hearing just... Sill. Oh, well, I, no, you, you can hear your sills all, all, all you want. <laughs> I heard Mike from The Young Ones, oh. and like I say, he looked like Mr. Velofsky in it. He looked pissed off the whole time. He looked it like was, it was brilliant. It was. <laughs> well, I think he made a very good Sontaran, actually. Yeah. He did. Yeah, they got him spawned. One um, Better than the, his second in command, I think, didn't put it off. It was the most well spoken yeah. Sontaran. Yeah. I honestly thought it might, he would turn out to be a Rutan agent. Really? Yeah, because he was just so well-spoken. <laughs> yeah, he didn't quite seem military enough to me. Yeah, but no. No, I think he was more sadistic because oh, I mean, yeah. he was saying, oh, this isn't killing, this is, was it, sport? Oh, yeah. Mm. And yeah, then just when he gets right. shot himself, he's mm. just yeah. magnificent. That was oh, a bit too Klingon. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, now, yeah. I want to answer your question. You are saying about clones, what would be possible use with a load of clones, what could you do with humans and whatever? Mm. Well, <laughs> the book Lords of the Storm... And your adventure, well, actually, no, it's a missing adventure from Virgin Books, um, explains that. You can tag them to make the Rutans scan your planet and think, oh, there's a whole load of Sontarans down there, and it would lure a battle fleet to where you want them without yeah. actually having to put Sontarans there in the first place. Sneaky. Yes. Very sneaky. Mm. Yeah. One little plot point I, I did have a slight problem with, but I'm probably completely and utterly wrong. I don't know. Wednesday. Poison was in the sky, hence yes. the yeah. episode hence title. title. And the doctor used that bomby thing to burn it all off. Mm. Yes. Why didn't the oxygen in the atmosphere burn off as well? Now, the science there is a little bit dodgy. (laughs) So let's all look at El Presidente. We know (laughs) he has prejudice against science in science fiction, depending which science it is. I I don't know. Yeah, see. You would have thought it at least would have burnt some of the oxygen. Yes, it's burning. But would have thought so. Maybe not. Oh, it a particular that... type of fire. Yeah. It may not be an oxygen fire. Yeah. My boy, just but the gas. The ozone yes. being a essentially non-flammable gas, which it's... holds in the atmosphere, yeah. would prevent the fire mm. from it's... venting further, and it's... the oxygen should have burnt off. But it, well, it, it might not have been an oxygen narrow. fire. It yeah. might have been a different. It might have caught light to what was, what was the actual atmosphere turning into. Uh, There's oh. all sorts of different stuff. Yeah. So it might have actually been well, fire uh, to do with a diff- different chemicals mm, burning, which I wouldn't actually affect think oxygen. Fire's well, pretty much when you well, burn the, a Bunsen the, burner, mm. the oxygen doesn't catch light around me, me, it. This is very true. So I think that makes sense. And it wasn't, it's a very thin layer. You saw it's mm. only just above kind of building height in the yeah. centre of London. Well, I think that look, atmospheric attenuator, or whatever it was, so was programmed to react with the Sontoran food that was in the atmosphere. Yes. That's it. Mm. Yeah. All right, then I'll As give you that. To okay. But, but. <laughs> but why didn't people get sort of hot? Because the whole, looking at the um, Earth from the Sontaran ship, mm-hmm. the whole of the globe was engulfed in fire for a good five or six seconds. So you'd think, you know, there, there may be. Fire doesn't necessarily drink that much heat. I'm sorry. Someone find me a candle. <laughs> well, uh, that, that was... candle push out is pretty minimal. 
yeah, it'd still burn if you put your hand in it. Oh, uh, that was the uh, that uh, that was a bit of a quibble I had. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was a bit dodgy. I don't think it was that dodgy. Not as dodgy as sort of sat and nabs taking control of the car exactly, and driving it yeah. into the canal. Yeah, I can believe that a lot less than I can believe that gas thing. <laughs> We're sorry. <laughs> but uh, it's nice the doctor again didn't just kill the Centaurs. He had to fill. He had to give them a choice. Yeah. I thought he that was, was Eccleston's martyr complex coming through. Oh, I yeah. But I'm sorry, that whole thing I think went on a bit too long. It was like um, the school bully facing his little victim and his victim's got a spray can and the bully the victim's saying you come any closer i'll spray you and the bully's walking closer and closer going come on then come on then i will i'll spray you it's the whole thing was as if he didn't he didn't want to do it precedence in the new series there's the precedence parting of the ways I will. I'll yeah. blow. I'll send out this delta wave thing to me, Bobby. I will. I will. I will. We'll go on then. I will. I'll... Yeah. Well, he's going to start getting a name for himself. Well, I think he already has several. Mm, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, True. I mean, it took it took a certain the murderer Donna Noble to basically. <laughs> she put... didn't murder anyone. She if you murdered listen, that woman. What woman? In Partners in Crime. The fact she nicked that she stole stole from a legitimate <laughs> company. All right. The Adipois <laughs> company, she stole this little pendant. Yeah. And she used it to murder that overweight woman she in the bathroom. Didn't. That was Never manslaughter mind. at the most because she wasn't aware she was doing it. How do you know? Oh, for God's sake. Picky, 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 picky. But it does. The murderer, Donna Nobel. It does raise the question would the doctor actually gone through it? That's what he I mean. I think he's, he's all talk and no trousers, you know. Well, basically, it's a matter of calling the bluff. He's probably setting up again the end and of the And the Sontarans knew exactly yeah. what the hell they were doing. Go on, go on. Yeah, we're not scared yeah. of death. Get on with it. And yeah. then we had the immense character change of Luke Rattigan, but we've mentioned that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Him, he's I, a genius. He thinks in different ways to us. Oh, of course. <laughs> I thought he was, he was good up until that point, which I thought, as I've said, was far too quick. I thought he was, he was excellent. Pretty dodgy accent. However. Mm, was it, he American or Irish? Um, he's meant to be American. However. I thought he was Irish. <laughs> But um, Martha and Donna did fail the final companion check. Oh, which was? Now, when they didn't the doctor... twist, their, twist their ankles? I'd make a brilliant Well, companion. no, no, no. When the doctor was doing his whole goodbye speech before Luke did his character change. Yes, yes. Now, the idea, and Rose would have done this, the idea Something was for them to throw themselves at him just as he hits the transport beam yes. so that they're in mortal danger as well. But they didn't. They stood there looking teary-eyed and let him go. So, Blatant rookie mistake. Mm. If you're going to be a companion, idiocy has to be higher up on your list. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe uh, Donna wouldn't do that. Well, no, because, you know, she'd think you'd get yourself into that mess, pal. you get yourself out of it. And obviously Martha's over the doctor now. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean she'd let him, you know, hey, wander off. She's getting a pension. <laughs> Sorry? She's with unit. True. And, and also, she's... didn't she mention in talks that she was engaged in some in-unit? Whereas it seems now oh, it's just a doctor yes, it's, who's this Tom Milligan. Oh, it might, he might, he might still be a new unit. unit. Maybe, maybe. Perhaps he's in Peru with the brig. Maybe. Where was dark it? is Peru. Yeah. Oh, dear God. And with that, I think we should leave it for the moment. Next time round, we'll be 
discussing, I think, at least two Doctor Who stories, the names of which I'm not allowed to mention. Because yeah, El because Presidente hasn't seen the trailers. Mm. No, no, deliberately. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. so tempted just to say it. I'm so well, tempted. I, I'm going to point something out. I'll tell you something later on, away from him. Okay. Um, it's one of the silliest posts I've seen on a forum. <laughs> okay. And it's okay. Ooh. I'm sitting there re- reading this thinking, oh my God. Okay, we won't say anything else. Speaking of El Presidente, we've all got to face the screens now (gasps) because it's time for his address to the nation. Viva El Presidente! Viva El Presidente! Hello, citizens. This is brought to your attention by the benevolent administration that the African clown, Boris Johnson, has won the election under the mayor. This is, of course, entirely by my own design. This was Boris Moda to use a witty pawn in my grand plan to be pawned out of the world. My agents will infiltrate the mayor's office while he gaps away too much to notice. While he's making a fool of himself on top of the big shows, while he defends people from Liverpool, Portsmouth, Papua New Guinea, while he denies, but I'm joking. As all would be extraterrestrial invaders know, London is always the first step to world domination. Right, now, we're going to talk about something, oh, something good. Yeah. We're going to talk about Futurama, but something special, the return of Futurama in Bender's Big Score. Sorry. That was singing. Yes, possibly. We might be sued. Okay. Enough with the hypnotoad impersonation. Viva El Hypnotoad. Right, so Bender's big score. Bit of. But Futurama, bad news, everyone. Futurama got cancelled. Good news, everyone. Futurama got brought back. Hooray again. And even funnier news, they made a very big meal of the fact they got cancelled and brought back in Bender's Big Score. Rubbing it in. The Fox Network. They really ripped into Fox. (laughs) Big sign. They did. Big Fox sign with the flickering (laughs) Flickering neon. neon. Yeah. Um, Was it cretinous morons? Mindless Farnsworthy called them. Um... Who cancelled us have themselves been cancelled. They got turned into this remarkable powder. Executive powder. That (laughs) did anything and everything you wanted it to throughout all four episodes, which are sort of put into one big film on the DVD. Seamlessly. Yes. Um, Personally, I think they would work better as separate episodes, but let us us talk this through quickly. Um, El Presidente, what pertinent points do you have to make? Should we explain it's basically a time travel extravaganza? One that would make Aaron Blinovich turn in his grave. Mm. <laughs> She's been scribbling all over herself. She drew By on mistake. her finger. <laughs> By mistake. <laughs> oh. oh, God. She's taken that knife away from her. <laughs> <laughs> it's not very nice. God. You see, this is why we only let you have crayons. It's a pen. Exactly. That's your other hand. I know. I was going to draw a little face on it. 
Um, Futurama. Yes, help. <laughs> so the title is in reference to uh, Bender being sent back in time. Yes. To steal. Spoilers, by the way. Basically, he's sent back in time to steal all the treasures of the past. Mm-hmm. Yes. And take by them back to the cellar. By these naturist aliens. Yeah. Who scam Farnsworth to gain ownership of Plant Express. And how do they scam him? Ooh. A good lesson for us all here. Indeedy. Spam email. Posting all their personal details. Yes. (laughs) Not unlike form. Indeed. (laughs) P-H-O-R-M. Highly illegal. Don't try and get it past us. Just to say it again, form. P-H-O-R-M. That's form. (laughs) P-H-O-R-M. B-T and Virgin, watch out. Talk, talk. And talk, talk, yes. Yes, I've had enough of your It's My Life nonsense. Oh, sorry, that's the band, life. isn't it? Mm-hmm. Talk, yeah, talk. Okay. <laughs> what? No, it's Dr. Albarn, that was. You're wrong. Swallow. Ah, thank you. <laughs> it's my life. It's no, my no, life. No, 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 no. Talk, talk did an It's My Life as well. Yeah. When was this? Back in the... Oh. 70s or 80s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've lost Adam, I'm <laughs> afraid. <laughs> Popular beat music stuff. Oh, oh combo. dear. Yes. They anyway, never um, so uh, eventually they manage to scam the entire planet. They do. They do. Yeah. And off Nixon. Off Nixon. <laughs> You're going to scam a scammer. Um, yeah. And they have to somehow get the world back. Unfortunately, of course, Bender's had this virus put into him that through downloading porn or something mm, on that's it, yeah. the yeah. internet. Ro- robot porn. Straight it was an brain. obedience virus, wasn't it? It was, yeah. They opened the door and they said, oh, perhaps <clears> I was right. One robot was stupid enough to download the obedience virus. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, as with an awful lot of Futurama, they make a big point about Fry's past and the freezing chamber. Yeah. Mm. yeah they're and back there's an awful again. lot of time travel in this you've got to try and keep track of. I'm not sure it really makes sense. I try to I think, think about it. I think there's part of it. Yeah. I'm sure there's something that's definitely paradoxical in there. Well, yeah, that's the whole point. The uh... but it's it doesn't. It's not quite. All the loose ends aren't quite tied up. Yeah. I wasn't too sure with the bit about the narwhal though. Mm, which is right at the end. Mm. Um, it ends up that we've got at least two different fries running around. About three yeah. different benders. Oh no, more than three. Mm. There were how many at the end? About oh, far too many to be healthy. Yeah. Which. Uh, Create some cliffhanger to the next uh, next DVD, but we don't know what's going to happen there. Um, yes, uh, what's it? Oh, I can't remember his name, but he loses his his body. Hermes. Hermes. Yes, Hermes, he, yeah, he has his head cut off at the beginning. Indeed. Yeah. Yes, uh, and his wife runs off with what is it? Um, what's Barbados it Slim. Bar- <laughs> Barbados <laughs> Slim. <laughs> okay, that's our Caribbean <laughs> listeners offended. Um, <laughs> Just. What else? Uh, Farnsworth is perfect, as always. He's the same as ever. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of cameos from a lot of... They tried to fit everybody in. Pretty much everybody's in there. Uh, the Santa robot was yep. in there. Harlem Road Trotters, as you say. Uh, Nibbler. Yeah. No, Nibbler. Yeah. Nibbler as himself. Yes. yes. Lonians. Um, who were pretty... The kitten class. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were pretty... Pathetic, they really. were yeah, pretty pathetic last time they were in the yeah. series, weren't they? Yes. Um, what else? Got everything, really. Everybody. Even knew. the little sort of poor orphan robot. Scruffy. <laughs> oh, yes. Scruffy was in there. The janitor, Scruffy. yeah. Scruffy. Mm. In the wedding scene, Farnsworth's 
clone, the kid, yes. was in it. Cubit or something. Yeah, he had yeah. a ship, didn't he, which got uh, destroyed. Yeah. And uh, uh, Zap Brannigan. I was going to say Zap Brannigan. Kiv was in it. He was. Yeah, Kiv, was Kiv yeah. there? Yeah, he was. Oh, excellent. He has to be. Of course. <laughs> he had to shield uh, Zap Brannigan's thighs from, the, yeah, uh, from, yeah, from, yeah, from getting cold. Yeah. <laughs> Of course, he is naked. From yes, yes, I don't know. That's bad mental imagery. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. But as, as the plot goes, it's just essentially they keep scamming more and more and more. There's a lot of time travel stuff going backwards and forwards. Yeah. Leela falls in love with Lars. Some, with Phil Lars, yes. Yes. Which um, I haven't worked out. I don't think that's an anagram of Philip J. Fry. It doesn't seem to be. No, Lars. <laughs> no, Lars <laughs> Fillmore. But I'm quite, going to write it down now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, she's in a quizzing mood. And, of course, this upsets Fry. Yeah. However, the big plot reveal at the end Which is... wasn't a great surprise, but it was. Actually, turns out it was Fry mm, himself. Fry, yeah. Yes, indeedy doodly. Uh, did I say that? Time orphan version of himself. Yes. Well, remember, Miles O'Brien isn't the real Miles O'Brien in Deep Space Nine after a certain season. Isn't he? Well, no, he's, he's a times orphan version, because the original Miles O'Brien dies. This, the Miles O'Brien from this alternate time stream he's got into, that comes back. Right. Okay. <laughs> Are we clear about that? Uh, Good. I didn't quite understand that time orphan stuff. So Fry goes back in time. Yes. To 2000. Yes. And then he... Jumps in the thingy freezer. Yes. So he comes back out in 3007 or whatever it is. Yes. Then where did the other one of him come from? I (laughs) don't know. You see, the trouble with this is we need to watch it more than once. I did watch it more than once. I've still forgotten. Oh, right. Okay. I've only ever seen it (laughs) once and I have to watch it with you, one of the real Keiths and Crumbly. So Mm. you can understand how that might be slightly distracting. It's convoluted, but it does make sense. I'm not sure it... He's in one of his picky moods tonight. Because <laughs> that implies there's some branching of the timelines, and he's come across some different version of the timeline, mm. and then which one is a time orphan? Right, I'm going to make one very, very pertinent point here. Yeah. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon which mm. is very heavily uh, science-based. Right. On the DVD extras, there's a big thing about the, the maths of Futurama. As an actual mathematician, they're going through some of the, the Hello, weird I'm a mathematician <laughs> in Futurama, and they got maths geeks working Futurama, and they put all this weird stuff in about you know, pi and other bizarre. Oh my giddy aunt! She is trying to work this mm-hmm. out now. Anna Grand. Well, she used, I remember years and years and years and years ago, before she could write, mm-hmm. that she used to watch Countdown religiously. Oh yeah, every afternoon. Just Richard, her a number one construct. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you were there watching. You look. You had a set pattern. Um, number one construct had to do his dance to his tape. God, with, with with the time warp march of the mods. He didn't have to. You made him. Oh, don't you dare! You you made him. I saw the cattle prod behind the couch, <laughs> and, and and then then you watched countdown religiously. <laughs> yes. Um, so, what do we think as a general overall thingy? It's pretty good. Particularly, as I say, the first half of it is more to it, and the second half it slows down a bit where you have a lot of the time orphan Fry living his life back in 20 well, 2000 to 2012. Poor dog! I know! Oh. What about him? He waited tied for 15 up outside the years. Pizza and even when Lars came, well, it was a fry, he was still there for yeah, him. That, and he's still... that episode made me sit there and go, I will not 
cry over a cartoon. <laughs> we have got to get one oh. of the real Keiths to set the video camera mm, up yeah. to get her, to tape her watching the end of this Doctor Who series. No. Mm, no, well, Little the, House on the Prairie. Dog had a good life. Oh, no. Mm. <laughs> Live until 2012, and that's when Bender turned it into that stone. <laughs> yeah, because that's a good life. Well, how old was that dog? At least 14, 15, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Good age for a dog. Yes, that's, that, that's true. Like, like you say, I thought it started off brilliantly, and it just petered out. Yeah, there's a lot talking it about disappeared up its own past and his getting to know this Lee Lu. Yeah, well, no, well, which I, I didn't buy into mm. anyway. That was a bit odd, that was. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't work, I don't think, in all fairness. That didn't. It wasn't that funny either. No, it mm. was. Sequences of not much Like trouble. I say, again, how would that have played as an episode? I don't know, because it's so intertwined. It'd just be part three or part four of a longer storyline. Mm. I'm not sure you would have got any benefit. Would you have yeah, seen it? Maybe it would have, yeah, it was worth watching it as a film for all the intertwining timelines as I opposed think to separate film episodes. Would have yeah. episodes. In I that case, know. that's that's worrying really because, like I say, after the first episode or two, it really just just petered out. It's not that bad. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of good stuff, particularly with all the, the fight at the end mm. against new owners. Yes, of Earth with their golden. Death Stars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Pimped Death Stars. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's funny how Zap Brannigan's ship got fist... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cut. <laughs> got hit <laughs> first uh, and, uh, ah. and went out. <laughs> Conservatives back in power, then. Yeah. Norman Lamont must be really worried. <laughs> Please excuse that last comment, listeners. <laughs> and stay again. Um. <laughs> now, how Zap Brannigan's ship got hit first of all. Yes, well, when yes. spiring out of control. Yeah. yeah. It is tradition, I think. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Zap Brown's going to go down first. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh. If you're wondering what's happened to fake Keith, she's sitting there trying to work out this anagram of <clears throat> Jay Fry. Lars Fillmore yes. is an anagram yeah. of yes. IR, as in Inland Revenue, Baboon. or Spam Hell, which I think is... Spookily close Spam to the plot hell. of the story. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's fair enough. And you sat there and worked this out. I did, yeah, yeah. Spam hell. Proud, are we? Yeah, very, very. Yeah. What a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> right, can he possibly concentrate on sorry, the podcast? Sorry, 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 sorry. Dear God. Sorry. So, as a general thing, <laughs> you said keeping an eye on the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a good reintroduction. I liked. The opening particularly was very good. With yeah, them, I thought, with the, the, the Fox network and the opening credits, extended mm, opening credits. Yeah, yep. real triumphant return for them. Mm-hmm. Then they had on the end they had the uh, the future on music again for the final battle, really stamping down their, uh, yes, their back. We're here. The question is, how, I mean, do we know how well they are back? They've got uh, three more mm, of these yeah. feature length yeah. thingies. Yeah, to go, this yeah. year and next year, so. So ah. wasn't that mentioned? Didn't they uh, make some comments about... It is set up for the next one, obviously, at the yeah. end. Mm-hmm. The Beast with a Billion Backs. The beast, yeah, the Beast with a Billion Backs, that's it. Mm. Okay. Just one little aside. Don't forget, you have to watch the Hypnotode programme. Um, yeah. All praise to the it's, it's, All it's, glory There is an extra on the DVD, which yes. is 15 minutes of mm. the Hypnotode. No, 22 
bloody minutes of you the hypnotic. Did you? No, fast forward. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting the full benefit of it, obviously. Put it on in parties, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to sit down and go quiet and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I bet students do that sort of thing. Mm, sure yes. they do. Students are like that. Dude, he's really well, talking to me. If they could do it with the Teletubbies. Hello. Oh. see things. <laughs> so... Yeah, we like that. It's mm, good, yes. and it's good seeing them back and in widescreen. Yes, mm-hmm. not yep. in high def though, certainly. Oh um, dear God! <laughs> but <laughs> yep. more, please, and just make it a bit funnier. Well, I think they had a lot of, tr- you know, they had a lot to plot to get in. Yeah, mm. they disappeared up their own arse with it a bit. I think. They, they did have. Well, they're trying to cover the last two years. Did rather overload it with plot. Mm. Yes, I, well, and and it was just. Too silly. They've got some nudity mm. in there. Mm. Oh, they're always doing that with. Uh, <laughs> they're always not quite showing. Uh. Yeah, mm. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing every time Friday around the clipboard was strategically in place. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Or a very small mm. pen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, moving on. Mm. Letters. Letters. Oh. Letters. Letters. Do oh, we... before we do letters. Right. Yes. yes. Could I, um, no, 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 no. Could I point out to the world. That El Presidente is a year older. Oh, yes. True. Well, this particular clone of El Presidente is, is a year older. <laughs> he employs We're not sure how old the real El Presidente is. Shall we sing happy birthday to this particular <laughs> oh, no. clone of El Presidente? <laughs> no. Okay. Can we give him the bumps? Yeah, that would be really good on audio, wouldn't it? I see what I can find in the Sound Effect <laughs> Library. Um, anyway, oh, happy birthday. Oh, happy okay. birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, okay. Letters. Do we have a letter there for, that you have to read out? Mm. Go on, then. Here we go. I wonder what this could possibly be. Hi. Would guess. it be a running joke, do you think? It may be. Oh. Joke may be pushy, but... <laughs> Dear team. Yes. Yes. You've all done. Yes. yes. Very well. Hooray! And George McFadden. Now, has he sent us anything, or was that the end of the clue last time around? That was it, no. I, oh, wow. He doesn't say anything. He, does, he did tell me that's the end of it, though. Right, oh, so geez. we've got to try and work out what it all was. It was uh, what was the name of that bloke? Oh, dear. There <laughs> was Momawa Nadom. Right, that's yes. from the Star Wars cantina. There was Admiral Akbar. There was Akbar. Admiral Akbar. Yes. There was Willow. Yes. Yep. A Target book. Yes. A Vicar's Dog Collar. Yes. And a question mark umbrella. Right. Mm. <gasps> what could it all mean? Who um, knows? I can tell you. Oh. What? Oh. What? 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 Well, it's a long story. Oh, God. Here we go. I had nothing to do. Right. <laughs> briefly. <laughs> and I thought, I'll sit down and I'll try and work this out. Oh, my God. Eight weeks later. <laughs> it's only been going for, but... I know. Yeah. <laughs> Eight weeks later, I still hadn't got it. Okay. So I went to the art shop, yes. and I bought some big sheets of paper. Big A2 ones. A2 size. Easily. And I wrote a clue on each piece of paper and stuck them around the walls of my living room. Right. And I got myself some alcohol. Well, that will help, yes, it does. obviously. And I sat <laughs> yes. in my living room yes. looking at these clues. Right. People Until, get locked up like oh, that. I tell you, my brain well, start was voices. bleeding. Yeah. But then, yes. a breakthrough. Oh, really? Yes. Go on. My youngest construct walked in and told me what the answer was. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is it? Come on. Bastard. <laughs> that is not the answer. That's not the answer, no. No. although it should be. The answer is... Yes. Yeah! Do you oh, yes, 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 yes. From the real, well, a real Keith. 
Oh. Yes, with a cork postmark on it. Cork? Cork, cork. yes. Oh, as in the substance. No. I was going to say, yes. Cork is in Ireland. Ah, ah. Ireland's ah. new bonny lad. That's mm. Scotland. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you'd like to think it is, slight, but anyway. <laughs> slight change of accent there. Oh, it begins, you bastards. Ah. ah! You sent me to Ireland to set up Tortured 4. <laughs> I can't keep up with all the sex. <laughs> and as for all that probing, Ooh. I hate you all. Keith. He is getting old, bless him. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Surely, I mean, you know, don't, don't you get the emails for Viagra? Thank you. <laughs> and we tend Kialis. to spam them. Ah, OK. Uh, we do have a real letter. Ooh. A real letter? Yes. This is from... Can you guess? Can you guess? Is it Leslie? It's Leslie. Oh! This is Leslie from somewhere America. claiming to be America. <laughs> Dear team. Hello. I should have listened to that disclaimer at the beginning. Or indeed, your brain is at your own risk. She mm-hmm. heard us doing singing in the last podcast. We're Ooh, sorry. Dear. We're yeah, very, sorry about very, that. very sorry. That's podcast 19, but it's worth a listen. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> it depends where you... This is her favourite quote. Okay. It depends mm-hmm. where you touch him, which Pardon? was said of Crumbly. And I think you yeah. said that. Pardon? <laughs> where did you touch him? I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, apparently Let's I said, find out. <laughs> apparently I said he has never made a cup of tea in his life. Which was said of El Presidente. Well, that's quite there. true. <laughs> it is, yes. I don't remember saying this next bit. I am not a plot. No, 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 Leslie, Leslie. He said, uh, oh, I'm not a prat. Leslie, that's what he said. Not, I am not a plot. Oh, God, I just drew on El Presidente's sofa. <laughs> <laughs> Frogs in clogs. What? That's fake Keith. Bananas in pyjamas. I'll come no. downstairs. <laughs> and we've actually helped someone. How? How? <laughs> we, we, we got her to read The Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, oh well We've done, educated Leslie. somebody. Bless Thank God. She's only seen... I shall read this as if it were her, okay. but with a deeper voice. I've only <laughs> seen Partners in Crime. I managed to get free most of the spoilers in the podcast by some judicious fast-forwarding. Uh, <laughs> but I think I'm going to have to agree with fake Keith when Yay! she says there's an awful lot of Tegan about her, meaning Donna. See, I told you I was right. Mm. So what Donna looks like a frog as well. <laughs> and I'm sure that the doctor has said hell Toad. before. In fact, I'm sure the Eccleston doctor said it. Has he? Now, it's funny we're talking about the Maybe. Eccleston doctor. Is it? This is her next bit. Yeah. According to my season one and two soundtrack CD, the piano theme played when Rose appeared in Partners in Crime is Doomsday, whereas the one that Melanie Pappenheim sings is called The Doctor's Theme. I can't say about other episodes having not seen them. Now then, last time around, um, I did say I would check. Now, we mm-hmm. had a problem. You had a piece of music in Partners in Crime when Rose appeared. Yeah, we also had a piece of music, a piece, a piece, a piece of music <laughs> in Planet of the Ood. Now there were different sort of styles because you had the Doomsday music, the the, the bass line, mm-hmm. the dumbo, 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 um, in Partners in Crime, which right. was very obviously Doomsday. Yeah. Then you had the Melanie Pappenheim vocal in Planet of the Ood. Now fake Keith, even though people turned around and said that was the Doomsday vocal, right? Fake Keith turned around and said went on record as saying that was from Rose when she first goes in the TARDIS. The tune was. I'm not saying Melanie Papam Popham Popham was, <laughs> was, was singing it. Now that our, our chief scientist over there. Hello. Hello, what? Yes. He was doubtful of this. I, I was. I went and checked. Mm-hmm. Fake Keith was right. Really? I was right. You were right. I got something right. 
great. <laughs> it is the very the first piece of the piece of music when Rose first goes into the TARDIS in Rose is the vocal from Doomsday. I really? Was right. Yes. Well, on the DVD, I'll have to check the video, the actual transmitted version. Right. But so I'm presuming they haven't changed it. I'm very no. much presuming they haven't I changed it. it. I doubt it. Um, but oh god, she's doing a jig. <laughs> this is my <laughs> I was right dance. I was right. <laughs> uh, and so it's a lovely piece of continuity yeah. that he took that for her goodbye music. You may yeah. grovel wow. at my feet any time now. <laughs> so well done, Fake Keith. Thank you, thank you. Did you watch it, Gummy? I have never flirted via letters read by people 2,000 miles away on a podcast before, particularly letters produced by someone in Sweden, but there's always a first time. Mm. Another enjoyable podcast. I look forward to them every fortnight. Podcast. Yes. Podcast. I've been drinking water. Now, uh, Gunny himself has actually contacted us, and I want all our listeners to stand up and listen. There is a Star Wars expo coming to Sweden, and Gunny's going to it. So he wants, he's going to be asking people stuff. He's going to be trying to record stuff at this uh, expo Ooh. for transmission as part of this podcast. Oh, which is very, very good of him to do that. Yeah, very nice. So what he wants, questions to ask. Things that he can find out. He could ask either other attendees or various Star Warsy type people. So get in touch with us if you can. The, the address is show at staggeringstories.net. And... Send us some stuff for Gunny to ask. Basically, we're going to come up with some stuff for Gunny as well. Did Han Solo shoot first? <laughs> well, Lucas was wearing the T-shirt saying he did. He might yep. be lying. Well, it could just be that Sith Gungan in his throat. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All these jokes. So we've got to stop referencing past podcasts. No. <laughs> no. no, no anyway, no, no, no. but uh, so Gunny, yes, thank you very much for that. We'd love you to record some stuff for yeah, us. Yeah, be there. great. Do we know who might be there? To ask questions of, or um, probably some somebody from Star Wars. <laughs> Good, okay. Okay, that narrows it down. <laughs> yep, and uh, that, ladies and thousands. gentlemen, is about it. Next time round, we'll be talking about the next two Doctor Who stories, the titles of which we're not allowed to say because of El Presidente. Oh, he's so <sighs> um, <laughs> Right, well, that's it. Until next time, here at the Staggering Stories podcast, when we'll be coming of age. What? <laughs> Coming You're of age, 52. we'll be 21. Oh. What the hell do you think I was... I was wondering. I thought you were lying about your age again. Oh, God. Toodles, everyone. Bye. Bye. Conservatively yours. <laughs> you sad, sad, sad git. Very sad. I know. Bah. Humbug. Militant uh, cyclist. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 20, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and Tony Galichon. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is a McFadden publishing production for www.staggeringstories.net. Tiny is right, Trevor is wrong. And now on Staggering Stories, we present a thousand and one things to do with a crappy Murray Gold Doctor Who theme. Number 46. Helping children with making good use of the things that they find, things that the everyday folks leave behind.
with thanks to the Tin Dog Podcast for that, have an interesting and very useless fact. The Wombles don't live on Wimbledon Common. That burrow got demolished. They had to move to Hyde Park. Please read the original Elizabeth Beresford books. I'm a genius. I tell you, I am wasted, quite frankly.